0: Hello, everyone out there in podcast world. Uh, we're going to be uh, having a little treat for you guys today. Well, I don't know if you guys call it a treat. It's fun for me and my wife. Uh, we're going to be talking about our love story. Uh, I know we've done love stories from other couples in the past, but uh, we thought it would be fun just to talk about our love story, of all the uh, fun, interesting things about it, the difference of perspectives when we look at our love story, as well as you, know, you finding out you know, how it all started with me and my wife. So, uh, you know, I came up with questions because that's just the t- person I am. And me and my wife, we've already uh, talked about a few things before this. <laughs> I, I, I related it to uh, cookie dough. If you ever um, made some chocolate chip cookies and then you eat half the batter, we realized that's what we were doing. And we thought we better start recording some of this. So <laughs> um, so uh, sit back or uh, get on your exercise bike. Go for that walk or, you know. Um, or drive. Put- or drive. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But hopefully <laughs> we don't cause you to wreck. Do. Drive safely. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's talk about our love story here, babe. Um, you know, of course, you guys all know my wife, uh, Lisa, you know, here.
1: Hi, guys. How are you?
0: Um, she's the one that keeps me in check with all of this, well, with life in general. Um, but, you know, here's the interesting thing about love stories. One of the things that I, I found when I've talked to people. Uh, Teenagers to college students, um, even in counseling for premarital, Hollywood I think has done a disservice by making us believe that whoever we're going to be married has to be love at first sight. And honestly, I have to tell you that wasn't for me and my wife. I I, I would love it if she saw me and my rippling muscles and said, "Yeah, I'm going to marry that dude." But that really wasn't the case. So um, so babe, what? Well, what was your first thought when you saw me? I mean, can don't you, you describe to everyone almost how we met, the story of how we met for the first time?
1: Well, you, we were both in college, um, and I had heard rumors about who you were and the fact that you were a bodybuilder, and all the girls were talking about you. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, we were I was talking with my friends about you, but I that's, was also— That's really
0: weird, because that was not my experience in high school. Yeah? Yeah, it wasn't even until after college I found out that I was— something so for all you geeks out there in high school it does get better but unfortunately you won't you'll never notice it's
1: one of those things where the girls were talking about who the freshmen were at the time I was a sophomore I was now living in apartments instead of dorms and us girls were just kind of talking about who was around and and that was you were part of the talk we were talking about the fact that you had muscles and that you worked out and you know you were the bodybuilder and um and girls were kind of talking about you.
0: Wow. Yeah. I would have never guessed. I still don't believe it. Yeah. But sweet. <laughs> Good for me.
1: Um, but I was, I was pretty busy and we ended up um, deciding to do a luau um, for the students that were coming in and just anybody that wanted to kind of hang out and get together and meet. Um, and I, at that point was a co president of the student leadership club. And so we set this up for people and we had a um a family that wanted to kind of put it together for us. So we went ahead and used that
0: house. So when we say family it. people, um you know, this is Phoenix and this is a Dalian family. So you can uh you can draw your own conclusions on yeah. that.
1: <laughs> for sure. Um so I was taking a break from all the planning and whatnot and i was decided to jump on the trampoline there were a bunch of people on it and people just started to get off and you and i just happened to um keep jumping and then we kind of sat down and just started talking and honestly my first impression was you were just a guy that was i had a good conversation with um i was hung up on my ex-boyfriend at the time I believe you were hung up on your ex girlfriend, and we actually ended up just starting to talk about that.
0: Well, actually, she wasn't really my ex girlfriend. Um, she was actually a uh, a person that um, I grew up with, uh, you know, back back in my hometown. And uh, she was a couple of years older than me, and uh, you know, uh, blonde hair, tall, you know, beautiful girl. And, uh, you know, that old, uh, you you know, um, I was influenced by Hollywood or Disney, you know, Beauty and the Beast, you know, barely even friends, then somebody bends unexpectedly. (laughs) Well, I was hoping she would bend, but uh, she was struggling, I think, dating me and the dynamics of us getting together. She was actually uh, attending uh, NAU, and I was now in Phoenix. And so, you know, trying to do that that back and forth.
1: Right. The um, Long, long distance thing. Yeah. Back when you didn't really have cell phones where you could just video chat and whatnot.
0: So. No, I had a Sprint paid yeah. card. This is the late 90s, folks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, beepers really did not You know, we're going out of style. And so you had the phone cards and that where you can call, uh, you know, it was a prepaid phone card, You almost like a credit card. You'd call a number and then you would dial the number and then, you know, you had so many minutes on the card. Yeah. So think of like, you know, cell phone minutes, <laughs> but analog. You know.
1: Yeah, you had that and maybe email, and that was about it.
0: But I remember I was just fixated and obsessive with her. So there was no way I was looking for other relationships. That didn't mean I didn't think you were cute. I did think you were cute. Okay. I mean, blondes were my thing.
1: Well, you know? yeah.
0: So <laughs> especially true. blondes on trampolines. That was, <laughs> that was my thing. But, you know, but I didn't, there was no love at first sight for me either. It was just, okay, here's a cool chick who is hearing me out. So
1: Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I, that's what I kind of thought too. Just, we just had good conversation with each other. And, you know, I mentioned you at one point before that would it have been different if we had not had anybody in our lives? I don't know. But for, at least for us and our love story, um, at that point we were just kind of friends and we had good conversations together and that's really what it was for me.
0: Yeah. Not, yeah. it, it, there was, there was nothing in me that says, oh, this is my future wife.
1: Right. I didn't see that either at that point.
0: I mean, yeah, I, you know, this is a hot girl, but this is just, she's just a cool chick. Hopefully, I get to talk to her again sometime.
1: Right. And I mean, with my ex-boyfriend, I had just broken up that summer, and this is like beginning of school, so that was just a couple of months. And um, it was it was hard for me at the time, so I was very hung up on him still. And so I think I was just trying to get a guy's perspective of what he thought would be a good way of putting it.
0: Yeah, I believe that's what it was for me, too. It was very helpful in in, in that respect. But, you know, it, it does kind of bring to mind, I mean, why don't you think it was love at first sight? I mean, yeah, I mean, we were kind of hung up on other people. But, I mean, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo was hung up on someone. And then he saw Juliet and he, you know, if you know your Shakespeare, it starts off with Romeo lamenting, Mm -hmm. you know, that he, you know, his love of his life was lost and then enters Juliet and he's like, boom, fixated on them. Why do you think that, why do you think that was that it wasn't love at first sight for either of us?
1: You know, I'm not sure. Um, You know, when I think back on it. Like I said, I was I was still very heavily um, hurt by what my ex had done. Um, and that can be something else that we can talk about later on in another podcast. But um, it was just, I don't know. I It's just not something that I was really focused on. I had a lot going on at the time. Um, and I just thought you were a cool guy that could give me some perspective. That's really what I saw it as. I don't uh, know. What do you think?
0: I know you're pretty deep. I don't know if I want to tell you mine.
1: <laughs> okay, well I want to know anyways.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm like city folk.
1: <laughs> you thought me as a city folk. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, my mama, my mama warned me about these girls, you know. <laughs> so no, no. I, I I'll admit I had some prejudice against city people. I mean, I was from a small town. I was used, you know, in Southern Arizona. Um, so you know, city people. You know, even up to that point, I was already kind of like, oh, these are shallow people, you know. Now, that obviously wasn't the case when I got to know you. But I think, yeah, I think it wasn't love at first sight because maybe some prejudice I have. uh, The obsessive nature I had on the other girl, too, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I don't think my mind was open to who was truly compatible for me. I think, you know, and in a lot of senses, there's another part. Sometimes, you know we're looking for the right person right and we're not taking enough time to stop and think am i the right person for someone else i
1: agree um and that was that was something that i was actually trying to focus on after after that relationship i had i started to really my mom was helping me with that and um helping me to understand that you need to become the person that you want someone else to want Um, and so for a lack of better way of saying it, but, um, I really did focus. I actually went to premarital classes singly just because I wanted to understand the dynamics of marriage. Um, and so that was something that I really definitely did. Um, and I also think it may have also been the fact that God knew it wasn't time for us to be together yet, that we had a lot more growing that we had to do before we actually were going to meet again and see each other again.
0: Well, and that growing took a, quite a few years because right. from this point of the uh, meeting on the trampoline and just talking, mm-hmm. there was only a few other times in the, in the next two years where we maybe passed in the hall and said hi or... Right. Uh, I remember a few times where you were heading off to work or coming back from work and, you know, I happened to be walking by and we sat and we talked for a little bit. And again, it was about
1: other people, other people mm-hmm.
0: you know, not, uh,
1: just checking up on each other, seeing yeah. how that's going. How's yeah. life going? How's, mm-hmm.
0: how's, you know, just small talk as you would do with anyone else that you would know. Right. And it was probably what, about four or five years before we actually had I guess what would we call our real meat queue? Right. Um, I was already into ministry, and so I was long gone from the college. I was already, I was working on my bachelor's, um,
1: and I had at, already graduated.
0: Yeah, at ASU. ASU. Uh, you know. Now, don't read into that. You know, I didn't turn into a party guy. <laughs> it was ASU West. It was you know, right. The right. Northern, northern <laughs> campus here. Um, I was working on my uh, bachelor's, but. Um, um, in doing ministry, you know, our youth group got invited to a different church down here in uh, South Scottsdale area or Arcadia area to, they were doing a block party and they needed people's help. And so I was out there doing rub-on tattoos. Right. And it was, it's, and I got to tell you guys, we're about to hit a point where our different perspectives of what went down at this real meat queue and the couple of weeks later kind of diverge. Right. So if we start fighting on air, I'm sorry, all right? (laughs) But I'm going to let my wife talk first. So I'm going to give you from her perspective what she was doing up to this point. Uh, Take it away, babe.
1: Well, that's right. I had graduated from college. Um, I was, I had already kind of done my thing after college where I went to a... um, uh,
0: Group home, wasn't it?
1: Well, it was a group home. I was actually talking about when I went to Idaho for the summer to work. And then I came back and I was looking for a job. And I ended up going to a group home um, for CPS kids. And I ended up working on the weekends at the time. And so I'm always, at that point, I was always looking for things to take my kids to. And I happened to hear about this block party um, from at, at that church. And they said it was all free. So I was like, well, yeah, let's do it. So even though, um, it was back down in like Happy Valley, I went ahead and drove all the way over. It was in, I don't know, close in like South Scottsdale, um, area. And so I ended up taking them and, um, we were just kind of hanging out and I just happened to run into you with your youth group at the time. Um, you guys were handing out, Christian temporary tattoos and we just started kind of talking. Um, I remember when you came walking in, I
0: like, I saw you out of the corner of my eye. I was like, Oh, there's that, there's that cool hot chick. I I remember from, (laughs) from college. I always thought you were hot, but that was my inner voice. So, (laughs) you know, but, but again, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was doves and
1: rainbows and rainbows and unicorns.
0: and, 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 you know,
1: right. You know, and I was, you know, I was dealing with my CPS um, group home kids, so I wasn't really paying attention and I happened to just run into him. And we started talking for a while and I had told him I was working at a restaurant, um, a restaurant that's no longer around anymore. Sadly. Tell him what the
0: restaurant is.
1: It's Ed DeBevick's. I was named Chickadee. Um what just would you do? Sassy. Stop it. <laughs> I would get on the counter and do choreographed dance. Nothing crazy.
0: Yes, everybody. My future, <laughs> my 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 wife used to be a table dancer. <laughs> Stop
1: it. Um, and so I happened to just mention that that's where I was working, and he was like, "Oh, maybe I'll come and see you sometime." And I said, "Yeah, well, here's my schedule." Because in my mind, I'm thinking, "Hey, if you're wanting to come see me, any uh, any friend that tells me they want to come see me, I'm going to tell them my schedule so they know when I'm going to be working." So that's my perspective of things um, and that's what i that's what I did. I told them my schedule, and then said, "Yeah, if you want to come, come on down, and I'll you know get you lunch
0: so <laughs> ladies, you got to understand about the male mind we might we may or may not read into things, but when you're very detailed, as women can be in, in many situations... Uh, and
1: if anyone knows me, knows I'm very detailed.
0: Um, you're going to see it from a different perspective. So here's my perspective. I see her, she comes in, and she actually V-lines towards me. Because she recognizes me too. I don't think there was any mirandering around, and then she happened to be like, Oh, hi. I, I saw her as soon as she came in. She locked eyes. She walked right up to me. So that was my perspective. I disagree. I we'll have to get a time machine to settle this argument <laughs> down the road. But I that I, this is my story now. So, <laughs> she comes and we sit and we talk about like, "Hey, how you doing? It's been a long time." We did a little small talk, everything. And then she, we get to, you know, she go she you know, uh she tells me that she works at Ed de and she's this table dancer, waitress. That
1: is not what I said.
0: <laughs> you were a table dancer. I did not I tell you and-
1: I did not tell you I was a table dancer, first of all. Second of all, you didn't even know I did choreographed dance on a a countertop until you actually came and saw me.
0: That's true. That's true. (laughs) Uh, That's fair. I'll give you that one. That's fair. But still, you were a table dancer. (laughs) And anyways, so she... um she proceeds to tell me about the schedule. Okay, so here's where it gets us. She's telling you guys right now that she gave us a schedule like, oh, I work on Mondays and Tuesdays and I'm off Wednesdays and you know I'm there on Thursdays. Go ahead and come by in and I time. said
1: detailed schedule.
0: Yeah, yeah. Her detailed schedule was literally like this. It was like, Well, I'm there about eight fifty five and then you know, I put up I, I you know, I put I, I get I, I get ready for the day, do I that. do my pre thing. <laughs> you know and then i work usually our busy hours is on mondays are from you know 10 to 11 and then i take a break at like 11:15 i mean she's giving me this amount you of detail you are details.
1: absolutely i exaggerating. knew when
0: she took a break i knew when she took a <laughs> you
1: piss are exaggerating. i knew when
0: she went and got 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 coffee i mean it was like in my head i'm like this chick is making sure i don't miss coming to visit her at work.
1: absolutely exaggerated. I better that.
0: go. No, it's not. exaggerated Because I had enough data to make this work. Mm-mm. So, yeah, this is where we go. So, I'm like, this chick, really, I think, likes me. I think she really wants me to come visit her at work. Okay, I'll take the bait. It's pretty obvious bait, but I'll take the bait. And um, about a week later, it was about a week, maybe two later, I'm like, oh, it's Thursday. Oh, it's about, I'm done with my thing. It's about a... It le- was,
1: you were doing... Uh, delivering sunglasses. Yes. That was what you were yeah, doing Yeah, I was at the delivering time.
0: sunglasses at the time for like... And you re- said that serves. when
1: you're looking for lunch or you're around that area.
0: And I was around that area. And I remember because of her really great detail, you so know, oh, it. I'm done. It's about 11 a.m. Oh, she's going to go on break in exactly 12 minutes. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and head over to Edeberg's. And so I come in and sure enough, she's on break. I was down. not on break. You were on no, break. No, I
1: wasn't. Yes, I remember you, were, uh, you. You were eating fries. You are dis. No, that's not true. Because I remember being super busy at the time.
0: You got busy right afterwards.
1: No, I got super busy and couldn't really do anything with yeah. you for quite a while. You had to sit there for a good hour before I, I did. Could actually I remember I got there.
0: there, but you were on break, and then it got busy. And then I was sitting there, and I was remember just waiting for her. And she goes, "I'm going to come by and talk with you." I'm like, "Well, I have nothing to rest of the day to do today. I'll just chill." And so I chill. So I was just in there eating burgers, kind of doing some of the paperwork and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, music started playing. And I've never <laughs> been to this place before. And I'm like, "What the heck is going on?" And then I see her and her troop jump on tables and start on dancing
1: counters. There is a difference. We did not it ever get a on table. a table. No, it was you not. You eat
0: on tables. Nope, it table. was a
1: stand with a pole in the middle.
0: Did you hear that, folks? <laughs> not only was it a table, it had a pole.
1: We never used the pole ever.
0: There was a guy who used the pole.
1: Was there? I don't oh, remember yeah, I that. Oh, I was cracking up. Oh, right. Why,
0: where do you think I got the whole table dancing thing? Oh,
1: well, so, I never used the pole. Let me. I put mean, it don't get me wrong.
0: Way. It was a fifties fifties uh, <laughs> diner thing, but yeah, table dancer. That's how I, oh, I visit my, my my my. Ended up being my future wife at work.
1: <laughs> Doing choreographed dance to car wash.
0: Potato, potato.
1: Mm. And YMCA. <laughs> there were several that we did.
0: It was innocent table dancing, but table dancing nonetheless.
1: Choreographed yeah. dancing.
0: So she does her own little dance. She comes back down. She's a- able to actually go on uh, her other break. And she sits and she talks with me for a while. And it was, uh, um, it, was it was fun. It was actually a really fun day. I remember it well. In my head, even though we have different perspectives. From there, I invited her to come over to my house because you see, ladies, I cooked. Because I, you know, although she told, you know, she was telling you earlier that everyone's talking about me, I didn't see myself as that person. I'm like, all right, how do I catch a woman? I probably should feed her. All right. So, (laughs) you know, and some of you women out there are probably like saying truth, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it is true. Guys, you want to catch a good woman, learn how to cook. All right. Um, So I invited her over. And um, I had a few other people at the house. Uh, I believe I made shrimp scampi. That's actually no. what I made. Or was you it? You made spaghetti. Was it a spaghetti? I thought I had shrimp with it.
1: Maybe you did. I think I did. I, for some reason, I don't remember No, it that, wasn't a maybe... scampi,
0: but it was like yeah, shrimp. It was, and it was, it like was it was like shrimp a...
1: and like a red sauce. I remember yeah. that. And I wasn't able to come at the time your friends were there. No. You, remember.
0: you came late.
1: I did. Do you remember why?
0: I think you had a second job.
1: I was working at the group home. And That's I right. couldn't get off until I think 10.
0: That's right.
1: And so I ended up um, telling you, well, I might come by, but I, it's going to have to be later than yeah. when you have it planned.
0: So I had her, so she came by, and here's something that has never happened. Um, She came by late. We ate dinner. Um, it was such a beautiful evening. We were like, hey, let's go for a walk.
1: We watched a movie first.
0: Oh, we watched a movie Remember first? Remember Leela? Okay. Oh, yeah. So our
1: puppy – or her, his puppy, not my, our puppy. It was a chihuahua. Yeah.
0: Yes, I'm Latino. I, I yeah. had a chihuahua.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up – Um, I was petting the puppy and we ended up watching a movie and then we decided to go for a walk,
0: if I remember correctly. Yeah. And we walked and talked till like six in the morning.
1: Yeah, till sunrise. Talking about everything and
0: anything – Uh, Mm -hmm. Our family life, our our dreams, our hopes, you know, sharing jokes, talking about this, you know, the, the, the politics and social, you know, and the pop culture of the day. We talked about Mm -hmm. everything and we didn't even realize that it was so long. It wasn't until I was, we looked and we're like, is that the sun coming up? And she's like, oh crap, I got to be at work in a couple of hours. Yeah. That, uh, I walked her to her car. And, uh, uh, we said goodbye and
1: that was it. Was, was it, there was no kiss, no nothing. We just enjoyed talking to each other. Just like we discovered at the beginning when we first met.
0: It was that night that I actually became really interested in you in terms of dating. But see, here's the thing that was, uh, I was trying to grow as a person. I would wear my heart on my sleeve and I decided I'm not going to try to jump into this so quickly. I'm going to make sure we build a friendship first. And I'll go, if I, if, if I want to date this girl and I really wanted to go somewhere, I got to build a friendship. And so that's, this was May when all this went down. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, we had the summer of friendship. You may have heard of the summer of love. I called it the summer of friendship and it almost blew up in my face. (laughs) I'm going to let my wife, uh, uh, explain this part now before I do, Building a friendship and a relationship, I think, was the smartest thing I've ever done. Um, And it's the only time I ever did it. And look, it worked. But I definitely redlined the friendship. Because for some reason in my head, I'm thinking, hey, you know what's the great way to get into a woman's heart? Let's step into the friend zone first. Because that (laughs) always works, right? Um,
1: Well, you did that in high school, didn't you?
0: Oh. (laughs) Stupidly in high school. But good for us. But, you know... Not good for my high school career. Um, (laughs) Building a friendship is important, but there is an art and science to it. And so, Lisa, why don't you explain that summer because I was on that mission trip. And, um, you know, you had some interesting tea go on in your life. Right. Why don't you go ahead and share all that.
1: So that summer was an interesting summer for me because I had just gotten back. I had graduated college, um, and I was finally getting into just working and whatnot. And, um, I was with a friend and me and my friend had gotten really close and we ended up going to a church and met a couple of guys and the guy that she was interested in, they ended up starting to date the one that I, and he was interested and I was interested in, um, didn't work out. And the guy kind of flaked off and it just didn't work out. Um, But she ended up getting together with this guy and then she had to go, she went on a trip um, out of the country and she begged me for whatever reason to go and hang out with him because he didn't really have many friends. And I was like, I really don't think this is a great idea. And she was like, but please, please just do it for me. And I said, okay, fine. I'll call him. You know, If he wants to call me and hang out, then that's fine. So he ended up calling me and we started hanging out quite a bit. Um, and he would make comments to me about how my appearance and I would bring up her <laughs> right in the conversation. He would sometimes challenge me on it. Like, why do you keep doing that? I'm like, well, it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable because you're dating her. Um, and so we were really starting to hang out and get to be closer. Um, and I was also hanging out with. Jay as well so I was hanging out with two guys and they were both Jay and I were friends but there was still like okay is this gonna work or is this gonna happen or not but we were both we were still in the friend zone and I was still
0: I did a great job of keeping things mysterious
1: yes yes you did um so I never really knew what he was thinking but I did at that point I had decided I really wanted a man of integrity Um, I'd had a lot of guys that kind of, um, not messed around with me, but messed around with my head, I guess. You know, they would tell me they would call me or they would, you know, we would go somewhere and then they wouldn't, or they would flake off. And I just really figured out at that point, as far as growth with, you know, Jay saying that he wants to, he wanted to grow in an area. I was trying to do the same and going, you know, I don't want these guys that are just going to be wishy-washy. I want a guy that has integrity. And That summer, Jay really showed me that he had integrity, said if he was going to call me, he would call me. Um, If we were going to go somewhere, he'd make sure that happened. Um, And that was something that really stuck with me, even as a friend of, like, okay, this guy is really being a man of integrity, which is what is something I've really wanted. Um, But this other guy, we hung out and we would joke around and we would flirt and things like that. Innocently, or at least I was thinking it was innocent. Um, And it ended up being that by the end of the summer, probably around, what would you say, Jay? Like July? End of July. End of July. He decided that he, because I think that the girl that he was dating at the time, my friend that he was dating at the time, was going to be moving to a different state. And he basically professed that he liked me. Um, and wanted me to consider him. And I said, you know what? I'm going to really have to think about this because I really don't know if I could do this to a friend. And so I told him, give me a week and I'll think about it. And Jay and I went out um, just to work out because he, you know, as I mentioned before, he was a bodybuilder. So I knew he knew how to work out and stuff. So we started working out together a little bit. And I had just, as a friend, mentioned this. Because I
0: did a great job of putting myself in the friend zone.
1: Right. And because... It had always been that way for us where we would kind of get perspectives, uh, the guy perspective or the girl perspective of what's going on. So I just brought it up to him, not thinking anything, Um, just letting him know like, hey, this is what this guy said to me and I'm not really sure what to do about it. Um, And so I mentioned it to him that this guy had told me that he liked me, uh, but that he was dating my friend. And um, first of all, I thought, what an ass.
0: (laughs) This is the biggest ass I have ever heard of or seen or seen since. I mean, (laughs) ass hat on ass hat. And if you are hearing this and you're like, I think he's talking about me. You're an ass hat. (laughs) To be dating someone and going after her friend.
1: Never mind the fact that he cheated on her once in the summer as well.
0: With someone completely different. Oh, I, As- think it,
1: I think it was his ex-girlfriend. Actually. On ass hat. Yeah. Alright. But which I called him on and said that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> really not cool.
0: But I also figured I'm like, oh crap, I there's other people in the wings. I need to pull the trigger. And so I don't think I said anything at that moment. I you think didn't. I kept things pretty objective.
1: Yeah, you did. You gave me your perspective. I'm trying to remember what the perspective was. It was. It was a
0: long, It was a nicer way of saying he was an asshat and probably not a person. Probably not someone I should be
1: thinking about. If he did
0: it to her, he's going to do it to you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and that honestly was in my head already, even with him making comments about what I looked like um, in a positive perspective. Um, and making, yeah, making comments and things like that. Um, I, all that was in my head was if he's going to do, if he's doing this to her, he's going to do it to me. And that's not what I wanted. And I had grown to the point where I wanted a guy with integrity and he wasn't showing that to me. Um, but Jay was. And so I literally wrote down a list of pros and cons of both of them. Um, just because I wasn't sure. Cause I'm trying to remember if that was after you told me you intended to, you wanted to date me. I'm trying I, to remember I believe that.
0: about a week later, about three days later, I was like, I gotta, I, I gotta stop messing around. This girl needs to know that I am interested in her. And I, I, I want to say it was in conversation. I can't remember the actual day to be honest with you. I do know that I was saying, Hey, I want to take you out on a real date. I really right. do like you. Um, I know there's this other guy in the wings, but I'm not even worried about him um i really do like you um i, I would like to see you this is would go we did have a dtr
1: but, but i don't remember no, I right. was no i no, don't i think right. it was like hey let's go to dinner and i don't think i knew it was a date at the time yeah or maybe i did oh, i gosh, think you're so conscious remember. no you're
0: right because i did because this is what happened so we go on this so we go on this day i say, hey i want to actually take you on it on an actual date and you're like okay I, because and it was because let's talk about the date here. this is going to be the last thing we talk about here in this in our love story. We'll continue dating life in a different podcast but on this date, I remember because I planned it out um, I remember I, I you know I saved up some money uh, we went to Um, You know, I'm a poor college student. So when you hear me say I saved up money, you know, and then you hear this date, you're going to be like, wow, okay. Um, Saved up money and I took you to islands.
1: Islands, yep. I I took you to
0: islands. And, um, but I remember that things were, whether we realized they were changing, because I dressed up for this. Right. And when I picked you up, you dressed up too. You had a, you know, beautiful dress on. It was, you know. Um, I can't remember exactly what the dress was, but it was a, uh, uh, no, it was like a black type of dress. I
1: thought it was a, did I wear my flower dress? Yeah, you did. It was like a baby doll kind of thing. Yeah, kind of
0: baby doll. Yeah. I think you look smoking. That's all. That's all that matters. And I picked you up and I remember we kind of both looked at each other going like, oh, we, you know, we actually dressed up for this thing. And so I took you to islands and, um, I got a burger and you ended up getting a salad.
1: Yes. Caesar salad with chicken. I remember.
0: And it came with a special prize, you know.
1: Came with a cockroach in it. It was really upsetting because if anyone knows me, I am deathly afraid of cockroaches, like, like phobia. Deathly afraid of cockroaches.
0: Yeah. So she gets a salad. It has a roach in it. It goes out. I believe I killed the roach because it just jumped out of your salad. Um, <laughs> you know, we killed it. We called the manager over. They're like, "We're so sorry." She just like, "Take this back. Get me a burger." And, um, I remember that when I was sitting there and I was watching you eat, you ate the whole burger, even after you had that grossed out of hers. And I was like, okay, this is the woman for me. She ate all her food. Cause honestly, ladies, guys of integrity hate it when women order food and don't eat it. Or they order like minuscule cause they don't want to look weird. No, no, no. You You want a guy to be impressed, eat your meal. All right. This woman ate her meal, all right? And uh, after that, we went and saw a movie. Now, here's the thing. This is where I started screwing with this woman, and I played a dangerous game, all right? Yes, you did. Um, We're watching this movie, and she's giving me every sign that she is willing to be innocently affectionate in this movie. You know, uh, putting her hand down in a certain way where all I had to do was hold her hand. Sitting in the seat, leaning in, where all I had to do was put my arm around her with minimal and no effort. I saw this, recognized this, and and in my crazy mind, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have fun with this. All right? So, I would pretend like I would go and try to grab her hand, and then I would move and grab the soda and take a drink. Or I would... You know, looked like I was about to take her, like I picked up her arm looking like I was about to hold her hand, but then set it aside so I can get at the popcorn.
1: All I have to say is that you're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky you did what you did at the end. That's all I have to say to you.
0: I had so much fun with this. I don't even remember the movie. And I was just like, every 20 either. minutes, I'd do something. By the end, you know, I would raise my arm up like I was trying to do that, you know, good old fashioned yawn and then drop my arm around her. I did the yawn, cheesily, and then put my hand back in my lap. And by that point she was by the end of the movie she was pissed, leaning to the other side, you know. Uh, um
1: You asking me if I was okay. I was, I was like, like, Are you yep.
0: Yeah, I was like, Are you okay? And she's like, Yep. <laughs> it was awesome. Um but I did this because I knew I, I had a coup de grace at the end. So we come out of the movie, we're still having a, uh, you know, we're we're still having a fun time, you know, um, and we're I'm taking her to my car, and I open the door for her, and I have her sit down. Well, in the trunk of my car, I had this. If you want to tell this, tell her what you were so, thinking about So I let
1: me give you perspective of where I'm at because you know now I've I've basically told um this other guy like dude i can't i can't do this to a friend um too good of a friend to me and i don't think that it's right that you're even asking me to do this to a friend so i'm he's out of the picture now and i think he he ends up actually marrying the girl so um that i guess worked out for them because they're surprisingly they're still married even Um,
0: asshats grow
1: yes um not with a lot of issues that they had, but they're they're at least married still. Um, But I am now in my head going, okay, he obviously doesn't see me that way. So I just need to say, hey, dude, like, if you just see me as a friend, just let me know so we can just be friends and I'm not, you know, you're not messing with my head, basically. Um, Because I did did like him. I did like who he was as a person. um, And I was growing in how I cared for him. So I didn't want to get to that point and then find out, oh, he's not really into me. So I had already decided in my head, like, that's it. I'm going to tell him like, do you like me or not? Because obviously, you know, this isn't working. She was about to chew me out as soon as I I got back into the car. I was pretty pissed off (laughs) the way he was treating me at that time.
0: So, So so as she's stewing in the car, getting ready to, you know, kind of say, look, Let you have it, <laughs> you know, you know, are you just teasing me? Or are we going to actually, you know, is this going to go somewhere? Uh, in my trunk, I had a large yellow lily and, you know, if anyone in the florist, you know, area, you know, knows that yellow is a sign of friendship, um, uh, deep friendship, uh, And so I I come in and I open the door and I have this yellow flower and whatever anger was on her face just melted away. And I handed her the flower and I said, look, you know, I have always jumped into relationships. And for the first time, I wanted to build a solid friendship first. And I believe that we have. I go, I would really love it if you would be my girlfriend. I go, I want to give you this. Um... This flower as a sign of our friendship. But.
1: I don't know if it was girlfriend yet. I think it was just that we start dating.
0: Yeah, that we started. Yeah, like we start dating. We didn't.
1: We didn't actually consider ourselves together together until August, and that was like the end.
0: That was like two weeks later.
1: Yeah, that's still. <laughs> that, there's still a difference, though.
0: All right, fair enough. There was still a difference, but basically, I was saying I want to actively pursue this into. Yeah,
1: it was more pursue uh,
0: a, a, a relationship, and I gave her the flower, and I told her, I go, I, I'm not going to give you a red rose or a red flower until um, we get married. The person I marry, the person I propose to, that's the person that's going to get a red flower. Now, I did that because, uh, you know, I know giving a red flower is cliché-ish, but, you know, I think certain things, certain symbols need to be special. And so uh, I wanted her to know that as I pursue you, things matter. And uh, I remember at that moment, you know, um, what was going through your head?
1: Um, Honestly, just, oh, okay. So he is interested in me because I really didn't know at the time because the way he was messing with me, because at least for me with guys and dating at the time, when I was dating at the time, guys were always like wanting to kiss me on the first date and things like that. So I didn't, it just, he was, he was giving me very mixed signals. Um, And so... At that time, I just, I really didn't know. So when you actually brought that out and said, you know, I really am interested. I do want to start pursuing you completely into a relationship. um, That's when I realized, oh gosh, he does really like me. And I had decided I liked him at the time. So we ended up. um,
0: I took you home and actually held your hand on the way home.
1: Yeah. You never, you didn't kiss me though. Nope. Yep. You just held my hand. And you were actually leaving, I think, for Mexico
0: mm-hmm.
1: right about that time. Or was it? That was before. And that was in May. That was in June. Was that Vegas then? Was mm-hmm. I going to Vegas? I think I was you going, to, going Vegas to Vegas with my mom. Um, and so it was like after Vegas that we started deciding if we were actually going to date, date. But I don't know if that's something we want to talk about in a different podcast.
0: Yeah. We'll to talk about that later. You guys will have to get the story, uh, the rest of the story, as another because our dating life was full of ups and downs. Yep. And uh, we'll talk about that next time. But um, at, up to this point, this is kind of the first part of our love story of of building a friendship, growing as people, and then
1: and God's timing.
0: Yep, and God's timing, and finally taking a chance. Yep. So for all you guys out there, I want to encourage you. Not every love story has to have love at first sight. Not every love story has to follow the um, Hollywood format, you know, or literary format. You know, everybody's love story is different and everybody's love story has a, a starting point. Some of you, you might have been in love at first sight. And you know what? That's a blessing. And I hope things work out well for you. But I do want to encourage you and I want to leave you with this. You know, and you're going to hear this theme over and over again, if I haven't said it already, but before you can find the right person, you got to ask yourself, are you the right person that someone could marry? So don't neglect your personal growth. All right. That's all for today. And let us remember love is not just of the heart, but also of the mind. If you enjoyed this podcast and realize that you and your future spouse could benefit from some premarital coaching, check us out on facebook.com forward slash HM Premarital or search Heart and Mind Premarital. There you will find a list of services and costs that might suit your needs. The first 30-minute session is free to ensure that we are a good fit. And if we are, we will continue from there. Give your marriage a... Fighting chance of survival and receive some premarital coaching today. Check us out on facebook.com forward slash premarital.